Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up. Bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co-host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co-host, Kathy Signo. Welcome to another episode of Spouse Tales. I'm Joanne Majors. And I'm Kathy Signo. And what we know is... You can't make this stuff you up. You cannot make this up. We are uh, really excited today. Today we have a couple of rock stars with us in dentistry. We have Dr. Robert, you may know him as Bob, and Tiffany Tripke. They uh, hail from Chinoa, Illinois, and, um, well, multiple places actually they, their story is really going to be interesting you'll learn a lot we're going we hope to continue to bring people like this that help uh, those of us in dentistry who uh, work together struggle together cry together laugh together something that maybe they haven't heard before so um, doc has been practicing since 1980 tiffany is a hygienist been practicing since 1995 a little bit of an age difference there we slightly, like that slightly. we're going to hear a story about that <laughs> but uh, we're so glad you guys are with us today you. Thanks for having us on your glad, podcast. Glad for you to be here, Doc. Thank you very much. Listen, we, um, we've been sitting and visiting a little bit. We're live here at the Chicago Midwinter, so we have a little bit of background noise, but these are the places that we really get to connect with really strong um, power couples like you guys. And one of the things that we really like to do, you know, we've told you a little bit about some of the things that, that Kathy and I believe and some of the things we share. I'd like to hear, because you have... Um, you, you have a place in Chinoa, but there's the Bloomington, the Chicago, <laughs> right. you've got all these other things. How do you do the travel, right? And you've okay. got a place here and a place there. How do you right. do the travel and are there any times that you um, you still travel separately? Do you, do you like to travel better together? What's the, what's the pro and con of that? Um, well, we, we do, it's a mixture sometimes. Um, but because our, our main home is down in Bloomington, Illinois, and we have the condo up here in Chicago because our youngest, our daughter Brielle, is in a ballet conservatory, so she will dance every day starting at 10, and then she does her online school education later in the day. So Bob will sometimes go and take the train or drive down to Bloomington, try to maintain the house, and then I may drive or take the train back and meet him. We'll meet patients. Um, and then we'll drive back up together. I'll have a nanny that is up here uh, that will watch her when we're down there. And, uh, and then there's also that you throw in the mix of us traveling and speaking and all of that goes into it. So obviously we travel together when we're speaking, but the whole patience and maintaining the house during the week, that, that's kind of a hodgepodge, I would say. <laughs> so, so I'm curious, um, Bob, what do you, in, in your mind, what do you feel like is the hardest part about being married to a strong female? No, I mean, this is true. I mean, oh, my boy. husband and I talk about like, I'd say he's my greatest champion. I couldn't be who I am without him. But there are also, I think, some challenges. Is that fair? You've got a very strong, powerful wife who had her own consulting business, who's done some really interesting things. You and your own right have been in this industry and given a ton. What, what's, 
I mean, like, let's talk about the things most people don't talk about. What's the, what's the tough part about that? Well, we've never had a fight or an argument, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see the ride. <laughs> No, but, uh, I mean, one of the toughest things, I mean, the age difference between Tiffany and myself does never enters into anything with me. I mean, I don't have any issues with it, um, other than the fact that I'll probably die about 20 years before she does. But besides that, it's <laughs> not a problem. Yeah, you never know yeah, is right. you never right. know. That's true. Uh, I hope I die before she does. I don't want to, I don't want to have to deal with all this. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, no, it's actually it's quite a bit easier with her involved with me because... Uh, I mean, I've been doing this for almost 30 years, and I traveled pretty much essentially by myself for all those years. And now she travels with me, so it makes, it makes a lot of things easier. It's, it's more fun to travel with somebody than by yourself anyway. So in that sense, it's good. Um, she's picked up some of the slack, a lot of it, at the presentations uh, to kind of get me off my feet a little bit. Um, I've had multiple surgeries, and because of that, um, it's been a little bit difficult. But... Uh, but other than that, uh, no, I don't have anything negative to say about it at all. It's been a tremendous asset, my eyes, to everything we do. I mean, I wouldn't want to do it without her. You know, we hear that all the time with these couples that we're talking to. And one of the things people say is that we're best friends as well as colleagues and partners in our business. Would you say that's true, Tiffany? <laughs> yes, definitely. You, you're right about that. I think um, we definitely work very well together because we see everything the same and our vision is the same and so we know right where we're headed and um, but there are those times when we when we butt heads but that's because we're both so passionate and strong and and stubborn <laughs> but then we know just okay you're not going to get anywhere tonight lay it down walk away re revisit it later you know, when you've had time to think about about it yourself and then come back. Um, and so I think, you know, that's what we do. We <laughs> we laid it down last night, we revisited it this morning, and we both looked at each other and went, all right, that's not, I see your point. And, well, and we finished the discussion and we were both fine. It was just last night we weren't getting anywhere the, on, the, on the topic. We don't need to bring that topic up. But. Oh, well then. <laughs> Not a bad topic. No, no, that's okay. Don't don't do that because then we'll start something else. So, well, and it's it's interesting because I heard you say lay it down and walk away, and I think that, you know, um, when you like even some of the the people that listen that work in the practice together, you know, we will have things in our office that the truth is, you know, Chuck is Chuck is the doctor, you know, he is the. The truth is, at the end of the day, he is the decision maker in that practice. And I think that it's really it's really hard for me sometimes because I am a protector and I'm like, I can't believe you're going to let that person get by with that or I don't understand why this. And he's like to me, you know, Joanne, you've got to let go of this because I'm the one, you're not, you're, you're not necessarily here every day or I'm the one that's got to go back and handle this or I'm the one that, you know, it's, it's ultimately his, his decision. So what's, what, what is one of the toughest decisions, you know, that you've had to make that maybe you guys didn't agree with in the practice? Does that make sense? In other words, like maybe with a team member or a decision about a team member or hours or, I mean, like a meeting you were going to take everybody to, there's got to be times. And, and like, how do you know when it's something you've got to go with, Bob, because 
you do see it as the doctor and maybe Tiffany does not. What, what, what's a defining thing like that? What in, in your mind, what does that look like? What are the things that you feel like you must make those decisions on? Well, in my practice, it's probably more heavily um, perio than anything else. I mean, I do a lot of restorative, a lot of cosmetic dentistry, things of that nature. Um, but because it's perio, I've had to learn that I've got to delegate a lot of the perio to the hygienist, to the hygiene department, because um, they communicate in ways with patients that the doctor can't communicate. Uh, I have stood outside of uh, hygiene treatment rooms in dental offices doing, cons doing consulting, and I have heard the doctor tell the patient after the hygienist allowed the patient to accept the treatment. They were full, all on board to take the periotherapy. And the doctor walks in and, you know, basically uh, does an, an overview of what has already been done. And then the doctor looks at the patient and says, Mrs. Smith, this is really important stuff. Uh, what we need to do is we're, we're going to have to put a watch on this. Okay? And I told him right that day, I said, you want to watch something, run a movie. I said, you can't watch perio. It doesn't go away. It only gets worse. The doctor will go in, instead of putting two cents in, they put a buck and a half in, they talk them right out of the case treatment. That's what acceptance. I used to say. They'd, you can buy it and sell it back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because they, they, sometimes it is it is harder. And I do believe, I mean, we, you know, I have the Soft Skills Institute because I know um, after years and years and years, and, you know, I worked with the late Walter Haley and I worked with Dr. Mish and I've worked with all these people. And, and I, what I understand is we've got a way to communicate as assistants. Kathy and I are both have an assisting background. We've got a way to communicate as, you know, the person that's with all due respect, it's not the fat cat doctor. And so when we say it, even as a spouse, because I've had spouses come to me at the end of a meeting and say, you know, doesn't it bother you that you're his wife and you present, you know, a 30 or $40,000 case and you, no, not at all, because I'm the most well-equipped to talk about that type of treatment. And it's never, I don't diagnose. Chuck will do the diagnosis. And literally, he was telling somebody last night at one of the dinners we were at, he said that, you know, he, he has heard me. And he said, she's really good. She can, she, she can afford to listen longer. She can afford to go through those questions. And I think that's what I'm hearing you say. So yeah. I think that delegating that stuff has been the thing that you feel like has been critical. Well, and patients tend to be intimidated a lot of times by the dentist, okay? And I don't want them to be intimidated by what I have to say. I would rather have it presented in a way they can relate to better by someone that can relate to them in an easier fashion. Uh, and in many cases, that's the hygienist. Uh, their tone is softer than mine. Uh, they don't come across, uh, you know, I've always, my tone Funny is, he says that, right? Yeah. Right. My tone always gets me in trouble. Every time I'm in trouble, she says, it's your tone. So, yeah. uh, you know. I love this. I got to tell you. <laughs> well, you said something a few minutes ago, and I, I think about when I've gotten to where when we interview somebody, and I'm not, I'm not in... I'm not in a manager capacity in the practice. I'm the comprehensive care coordinator when I'm there. And so if it's large cases, he'll, they'll schedule a consult on a day that they know I'm going to be there and that sort of thing. But I have gotten to where when we interview people, I will say, uh, Tiffany, I'll say, are you the type of person that is going to confuse passion with anger? And I wait for them. And, you know, the young ones kind of look at me like, okay, is this a trick question? And I, I've learned because that's one of the things, you know, I learned from Haley is ask the question and wait stand in that uncomfortable gap until they can respond but when I when I ask this are you you know are, are you the kind of person that's going to confuse this some people just look at you and other ones go like well I'm not going to get in trouble am I and the younger ones will say this right because I've got this gorgeous gray-headed gentleman who could be their father and I'm like okay here's the thing you're never going to be in trouble because he's not your father 
you know, he may be concerned about something that's going on and you may have to have a discussion, but we are both really passionate. I'm as passionate about how they say what they say yeah. as he is about how they do what they do. So is that something that you feel like that you have to kind of warn against because you both are so passionate about right. what you teach? Yes, absolutely. Bob is, is extremely passionate, always has been, and it doesn't, it really carries over into everything in his life. Uh, so sometimes I have to say, okay, bring it down five notches. This isn't a seminar. This isn't, you know, this is home. This is your children. This is me. Let's have a conversation without the pat. Can we you know, reel it in a little bit? So, but at the same time, he's like, you can't change who I am. This is who I am. And I'm a, right. My husband I'm, says, don't seminar me, Joanne. Right. So exactly. That. You know, we so, say at our house, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be in relationship? Because sometimes that's the biggest thing. I that's want to true. be right. right. And my husband will say to up. me, in this point, what do you want? Do you want to be right or in relationship? Because this is a defining moment here. Right. Well, I'm generally speaking, I have to make sure I'm wrong. But that's just the way it works. <laughs> well, usually the guys are wrong, though, <laughs> Tiffany, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, we, we, we both are passionate. That's, that's for sure. Well, you know what, though? That's why, like I said, I've seen Bob speak numerous times, and I say, I remember, and I had to bring other people there, because when he speaks, there's something about it that moves you. It does. And especially if you're like I am, and I'm just passionate about perio anyway, yeah. it's something when he speaks that moves a person. And I'm like you say, you can't change who he is, so he's going to be that way at home. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, how are yeah. we going to deal with that, you uh, know? Oh, I know. I know. If you were here with us, we don't do ours, you know, where you video them very often, but I wish you were here because if you were here with us, you would see that Tiffany has a death grip on that microphone right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can hear the laughter, but it is really one of the best and most fun interviews I I'm think Kathy and I have done. Clip. That's exactly right. Well, but but it's interesting because we we are we are passionate about it. I mean, I know as a speaker, Chuck will say to me, "Listen, Joanne, do not seminar me on this," or he will say, "You you just seminar our kids." I, just, I don't know if you realize this. Yes. But it's like, but it is. It's a it's a passion about everything, and I think that. You know, if that's the worst thing they say about us, Bob, if that's the worst thing they say about oh, us, it's not good. that bad. Right, that's right. right. Yeah. So what's the, um, what's the way that when you have had an off moment or, or you have a tough time at the office or what, what's the way that you, get, you, you guys have found to get back in relationship or um, to show appreciation to the other? Tiffany, you go first and then let's hear from Bob. To show appreciation, uh, are you saying that a tough day at the office? he and I together yeah that you would show appreciation for him when you got maybe you've had an off moment or there was a disagreement or whatever how do you get back in relationship or what do you do to you know show appreciation to him oh well when we have an off moment my my little secret he'll be embarrassed I, that I would share this but I usually just walk into his office and I sit on his lap in his chair and I put my arms around him and I give him a hug and I say I love you you know and it'll be okay and that's pretty much that's it sometimes I have to just be the first to to give in <laughs> give in I got that okay Bob it's your turn now well um, with me it's it all starts with a glass of red wine <laughs> 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 that tends to calm it all down 
but after that, it's just a matter of realizing that, I mean, I have to just ask myself one question. Do you want to do this with her or without her? And I don't want to do it without her. So well, you just turn around well, and say, give it up, Bob. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I really love what you just said. And I, Kathy, I hope you wrote that down. Do I want to do this with her or do I want to do it without her? Because I think that's, that's going to be the name of this podcast. I'm, <laughs> I'm just telling you, I love that. I think, um, you know, we try to keep these like TED Talks and we're coming up on 16 minutes. So we're, we're getting ready to... Um, we're getting ready to close. We we are so thankful to get this power couple to sit down with us here at the Chicago Midwinter. And as we part, I want to say that um, we really appreciate what you guys do for the industry. We appreciate that you took some time to be with us today. And um, for our listeners, you know, um, you know, tell them tell them how they find you because I'm quite sure that some people will want to come see how you guys perform together based on what they've heard today. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Uh, well, we have a website, roberttripke.com. Um, Bob always loves to hear from people, so you're more than welcome to call his cell phone, and that's 309-838-8518. Of course, that's on his website as well. So, yeah, Dr. Bob, anything before we close? Uh, no, it's just been a, it's been a pleasure. I mean, I really appreciate the opportunity. It's, it's been it's a lot been, of fun. It's really been good being with you guys. Kathy and I both, you know, we were, we loved ProDentech. I mean, we, you know, we, we know who you are. We know ProDentech. We were, we're all dating ourselves now, but anyway, um, we may be dating ourselves if we don't get out of here because I know that, um, we promise to honor your inbox and, um, keep it, keep it, keep it short and keep it relevant and we hope that you found today as relevant as we do you know i just want to say again thank you so much for spending some time with us today it's been really fun um we've had some really good laughs together and i hope that you guys continue to have great success we really do we um we hope that you'll tune in again we we appreciate everybody who um tunes in and finds a takeaway and kathy and i always say if we can save one argument um, we, we did something well, and we love to be with power couples like you, and we'd love to have you back. Um, I hope that's something that we can arrange. And um, to our listeners, thank you. We know you have a choice, and we hope that you'll tune in or um, find our blog material on Do Life Magazine. It's Dental Entrepreneur Woman. And we look forward to seeing you on the road. See you soon. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Spouse Tales. We ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions. Thank you to Care Credit, helping get the care people want for themselves and their families. Cedar HR Solutions, the leading provider of custom-crafted dental employee handbooks, employee management software, and on-demand HR support for dentists and office managers. Dental Entrepreneur Woman Magazine. Do Life is the number one lifestyle magazine for all women in dentistry. It inspires, highlights, empowers, and connects women in our industry. Weave. Bringing dental practices and those they serve closer together. Signing off live from Austin, Texas, this is Mel on Air. See you on the road. <laughs>